It's time for the Give Me Zone on the ref. 11. Now, this is a 12, guys. Now he's got to start worrying about qualifying for next year's Open and the Masters here. He's lost this tournament. He'll end up selling Countess Maritimes and renting golf carts the rest of his life. We're talking PGA, college, high school, local courses, and the latest golf news. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. Yeah. Okay, you can own it. Now, it's time for three tremendous slouches. Well, we're waiting. Brian Vineyard, Josh Helmer, and Jackson Robottom. Ah, good morning, everybody. Welcome in. It's the Gimme Zone right here on The Ref. Josh Helmer alongside Brian Vineyard. Special edition here of the Gimme Zone for a lot of reasons. It's been a massive week. What happened this week, Josh? Anything happened in the world of golf this week? I don't know. Maybe a, a merger between oh, really? the PGA Tour, the, the Live Tour, the DP World Tour, which trying to make sense of what exactly that means. We're going we're gonna to do our best this morning. I don't know that anybody outside of the folks in the boardrooms and maybe not even the folks in the boardrooms totally know exactly what this merger means just yet. But uh, it's a big morning as well. We're here at the brand spanking new, and it is incredible, the Norman Regional 9 for uh, the Norman Regional Health System out here today. It is the Norman Boots and Batches blood drive from right now until 2 o'clock. We'll be here until 10 spreading uh, the good word for folks, but uh, come on out and uh, donate right here again at the Norman Regional 9 brand new location right off of Highway 9 and 24th Avenue Southeast on that south side of Highway 9 for the Boots and Badges Blood Drive. Uh, Bring your kids up close to uh, get a look at the fire trucks, police cars, ambulances, and we're told even a medical helicopter this morning, Brian. Well, I don't know. This will be interesting. There's there's no excuse for you not coming out to give blood today. Nobody has a tea time today. They're all rained out, all the baseball tournaments washed out that's right so no no reason not to come out here and and help the cause donate to help your fellow man and let's get it on let's talk some golf well what do you make so we we have the news this week the pga tour the live tour the tp world tour there is a merger the the breaking news from what the the middle of this week was tuesday wednesday but uh we've got a merger I'm not exactly sure what that means, Brian. What do we make of this? What was your initial response? Well, initially, I I was shocked that it happened so quick, right? I mean, we've talked about this that, you know, I don't think either party wanted to get to the discovery phase of these lawsuits. There were multiple lawsuits still out there. You know, the PGA Tour, you know, had asked for them to be dismissed. That was denied. And, wow, less than a couple weeks after that denial, and then they were, as they were getting ready to head to Discovery, boom, we have a deal, sort of. And if you look out there with all the talking heads and the people that supposedly talked to somebody and interviewed this person or that person or this attorney that was in on it or that, it's all over the board, Josh. I think what we positively know is that we positively don't know, and anybody that tells you otherwise, they're just like us. They're speculating. Well, here's what I think we do know. It is no longer punitive to be a part of the Lyft Tour. It's no longer going to be this 
this hurdle that you can't overcome into major championships. I think that for all of the shrapnel that Jay Monahan has taken this week and will continue to take, we'll play the audio. He's going to need body armor, Josh. No kidding. I mean, this guy, and by the way, he brought it on himself. It's it's a lesson this week, Brian, I think, for it's almost better a lot of times to say less. If, if Jay Monahan over the course of the past two years had just stayed out of the limelight and told Rory and Justin Thomas and all of these guys, no comment. No comment a lot of these questions and, and go forward with it. Boy, he'd look a lot smarter today. But using uh, using the 9-11 victims as a little oh. bit of a platform in the past, we'll play the audio, his response on the Golf Channel from earlier this week. It just looks it was horrible. Lame. It was totally lame, was it not? It was it was terrible. Yes. It was terrible. He should not have done any interviews. He should have gone into hiding this week after the announcement and only talked to the players in private. Or been in hiding the past two years. Well, no, this is a great life lesson, though, for all these youngsters out there, is do not draw a line in the sand and burn bridges. Because guess what? You might have to cross that bridge again one day, and wow. Especially for... Any sort of business ventures. Yes, or, or work ventures, right? I mean, in our business, right? I mean, everybody's worked for the other party at some point in mm-hmm. time or will, right? Or, so, knows, or knows those or individuals knows yes. and has to be cordial or businesslike in some way, shape, or form. Making making a clear set of enemies is probably not the, the greatest tactic, and that's burnt Jay Monahan this yeah. week. I will say this for him, though. I do think he's unified the game of golf. I, I, I think that that piece of it is not inaccurate. Now, there were a lot of missteps along the way, and the PR side of this looks terrible for Jay Monahan. When you've got, again, the, the families of 9-11 victims, and you've, you've used that as a posturing PR piece in the past, and now you have to answer to why you're doing business with the public investment fund, that's going to be a tough hurdle to to overcome. There's there's no there, there's no way to make that look sound feel good for Jay Monahan. There isn't now. But that being said, again, what have we learned this week? He he's unified golf in the sense that Brooks Kepka. Now we don't have to worry. Is he going to be a part of major championships going forward? Dustin Johnson. We don't have to worry going forward. And on and on and on. That part for the fans, they wanted that unified, Brian. And and I think we've gotten that. Well, let's take a step back, because I agree with you, he unified it. But there's an asterisk. The asterisk is this. I think it's going to be further divided amongst the players and everything until all the details come out and everybody knows what's really in the deal or not in the deal, because I think all they did was was negotiate a framework, which happens a lot of time. Then you do a, you know, LOI or whatever and say, hey, we're going to move forward. And then sometimes these things fall apart because the devil's in the details, right? Mm. And I don't think we're out of the woods on that. We'll talk more about that later. But my thought is I think it's actually going to divide things a little bit more in the short term. But in the long term, this will be great for the game. And how many people have gone back on their social media accounts and tried to take that stuff down? (laughs) I mean, right? Or or they're just fully, fully digging in. The uh, some are just—I mean, some are just digging in more than ever, and you're like, the ship sailed. Well, that's an interesting question in and of itself. How many fans legitimately are there? Because there will be some. 
I don't think there'll be a ton, Brian. But how many fans will they'll will they'll will there be out there that say, "Yeah, this is a line in the sand for me." Doing business with the public investment fund, having that as one of your principal sponsors and investors, and the the power broker that they may be and appear to be going forward for the PGA Tour for Live, just in the world of golf globally, is that too much for some? I mean, is this a I'm tuning out? Well, I think I, there will be several, and I think it'll be kind of along the same division that the PGA Tour Live was. I think it's going to be very age-driven. Mm. Younger folks will be less likely to be as worked up about it. Older folks, you know, that are my age or older, older guys. Hey, Jackson, we miss you today, so I'm going to go ahead and rip myself. But uh, <laughs> He's got a stomach bug. Stomach bug. Now, let's really break that down. The 8 o'clock stomach the bug. The 8 o'clock stomach bug <laughs> right. after a Friday night. Come on, Jackson. <laughs> I, I, I hope that he gets the feeling better. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the flu's going around right now. I, I think we're Oh, the... and we're at a hospital, so, I mean, he could have got treatment right here. That's true. That's All true. right, we're going to let you off the hook pretty easy today. Yes. You know. Anyhow, hope you're feeling better, Jackson. But if you look deeper, so many big companies already do business with the PIF or have borrowed money from them or all these different things, right? They have their hands in everything because guess what? They got a lot of money and they financed a lot of ventures. Like RBC who fired DJ, well, guess who did the, as we've discussed before, who did the public offering of, of Aramco? Oh, RBC. It's just the hypocrisy. Yes, it is. Make so your head spin. It, it, it's, you know, it's great clickbait, as we call it in today's world. And the reality is that, you know, there will still be lines in the sand, and there'll be more as these details emerge. But as much as we think this has unified the game of golf, hmm. there's still one bogey out there that we've got to discuss later as well. What if the federal government, the Department of Justice, or somebody steps in and says no-go because you created a monopoly, or the European Parliament, right? It could happen. I I think there's a lot of wishful thinking around that. I don't think it's going to happen because do they really care? Well, I mean, there's a lot of professional sports leagues that have unified. I mean, you know, the NBA owns the WNBA too, right? Sure. And – is basically financing the WNBA. The WNBA does not pay for itself. I mean, we can all agree to that, right? Sure. The NBA is taking dollars to promote women's professional athletics, right? Which, which is, is a, a good which thing. Which is a great thing, right? But but the reality is they have a monopoly. Sure. I if mean, you want to if you want to look I mean, at it as such or describe any, it as does such. Any, I mean, when they play in Turkey or China or all these other places in the world they play, there's no TV coverage for that. No. Of, of any significance right there might be local but there's not hey it's on espn we're gonna watch you know the chinese play the turkish nationals the only time you get that's around the olympics right Mm -hmm. so that's that could be a hurdle but you know i think if for some reason they did step in and say you can't do this boy it really would crush the pga tour in my opinion well crush how do you let, let's talk about this next? How do you digest just the this news in terms of who won, 
who lost, right? In sports, we always want to say there's always a winner and a loser. It can't be a good deal for both people, right? Indeed. So let's let's do a little bit of that next. Who won? Who lost? And we it, won, Josh. We won. I love it. I mean, we have been since this whole live deal on this very show, spot on. Saying that I, this I'm going to go ahead and pat all of us on the back because we've been spot on saying this would happen. This I day. Can, this this day. No, I, we didn't think it would happen this quickly, I don't know. But the reality, we said this will never get litigated. We said that. Well, you said that. I mean, I remember that. driving. I was in West Virginia driving, you know, in and out of cell coverage, if you recall. <laughs> I, I do. And we were talking about this very issue over a year ago. And you said not going to get to litigation. No, it's it's, it's really simple. It's not that... You know, I'm smart or anything. It's the reality is understanding how the process works and how the court process works and how typically these events play out. It's like anything, right? It, you don't want to go to court because the attorneys make millions, and that old discovery phase that hey, everybody nationally, that's the one thing that everybody's in agreement that they did not <laughs> no want that neither party wanted the discovery, right? No thanks. That is how you keep and avoid most lawsuits from getting to court. Well, that's how they that's how they get settled out of court. Who won? Who lost? Are there winners? Are there losers? Let's uh, discuss next. I- I'm going to say something as I'm off to do on this program. I'm going to say something very controversial no right way. now. No way. No <laughs> way. I thought Brandel Chambly had something very very interesting to say on the Golf Channel as soon as this news broke. I thought it was dare I say this an intelligent response. So let's play that for you next as well. Plus, uh, winners, losers, can we make sense of that yet? It's the uh, gimme zone. There was a merger this week, the PGA Tour, the Live Tour, the DP World Tour. We're talking about it. And uh, we're also inviting you to come on out and see us at the brand-new Norman Regional 9 location here, located off Highway 9 for the Norman Boots and Badges Blood Drive that is underway right now. Until uh, Free T-shirts out here and koozies. That's right. K-Ref koozie. Where else can you get a K-Ref free koozie? Well, I can tell you, you can get them right here this morning. Right here this morning. At the Norman Regional What else Nine. are we doing today? For somebody that, we're, we've got two tickets, two pairs of two tickets. You come give blood and come up to Mr. Josh Helmer, that everybody knows who he is. He's a, he's a regional radio star. That's right. You come up and say, hey, Josh, I would love two tickets to Compliance Solutions open, and we'll get them to you. We're getting it done. Right here. That's so we've right. got two pairs of tickets. That tournament Ten days away. I know. It's unbelievable that it's this close. But come on out and see us. 2000 and Brandon Boulevard. It's it's right on the south side of Highway 9 over here by uh, Highway 9 and 24th Avenue Southeast. So taking an opening timeout. Winners, losers. Brandel Chambly said something intelligent. Coming your way next right here. It's the Gimme Zone. Ah, we're back with you. Gimme Zone. Good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. Hope you're having a, a great start to the weekend so far, and it can be a great start to the weekend if you come on out and join us. This morning, we're going from, well, right now until 2 o'clock with the Norman Boots and Batches Blood Drive. Brand new uh, Norman Regional 9 located off Highway 9. That's where we're hanging out. Come on out, donate blood, and that would be would be great. The, the first responders, Norman Police, Fire, and MSTAT out here, 
and they are competing to bring in life-saving blood donations. So I guess if you've got a rooting interest there, <laughs> take your pick. But come on out and see us, the Norman Boots and Badges Blood Drive today until 2 o'clock again out here, the Norman Regional 9 brand-new location, which this place is just incredible, is it not? Oh, it is. It is. And, you know, horribly, a few weeks ago, that tornado that blew right through here just – narrowly missed this place and right. thank goodness it did because norman regional provides great health care options for all of the area not just norman all of cleveland county all the way to purcell and beyond so they do great work in the community donate lots of money to different endeavors and really help people stay healthy and give them the options for health care that are needed for today and i should say as well you come on out and donate to this boots and badges blood drive brian and i we've got two pairs of compliance solutions tickets to to give out to you you just got to be here before 10 though that's right you got to get yeah because we're here until 10 o'clock the the blood drive it's going until two o'clock but uh we are signing off and saying adios once uh, 10 o'clock uh, rolls by so come on by donate and say hello to brian and myself and say pretty simply hey i want compliance solution Tickets, that's the Corn Ferry Tour event coming up. Uh, Jimmy Austin, OU Golf Club here in, well, a short, short amount of, amount of time, and we got tickets for you. And guess what? We've got a Corn Ferry player on later today. Logan McAllister. Everybody will recognize that name, right? OU National Champion, Logan McAllister. He was great, by the way, too. So <laughs> and, his... boy, has he really been playing well lately, like you mentioned off the air, Josh. He's really, really settling in to being a pro. I mean, which is hard to do. You know, you're a 21-year-old guy. You go straight from college, and all of a sudden you're a pro, and you're living. Your livelihood depends on your golf versus, hey, it's just fun to go out there and play. It's a little bit different criteria. And without seeing his list of results right in front of me right now, just going off of memory here, it was a rough start to the season. He, ballparking here, had missed six of seven cuts or something like that. But this last two-month stretch – He's got uh, a bunch of top 10s and top 25s, and we talked about that, just the the relief to, let, let's call it what it is, Brian, let's just be straight about it, to get a little bit on the money list and to climb that points list a little bit. Then all of a sudden, you're, you're trying as a golfer to not think about that side of it on the Corn Ferry Tour, but that has to creep in just a little bit of, it's not free to go play all of these events, especially the the overseas events, Brian, and now all of a sudden you you bag a little coin, you climb that points list a little bit. That has to just be a, a breath of fresh air for Logan McAllister, and he mentioned as much. Well, the other thing to keep in mind is, you know, they got an exemption for being one of the top ten college players, or he did. Well, that exemption is short-lived. If you don't finish at a certain threshold on the points – you, you're not on Corn Ferry anymore. Sure. It's just like the BGA Tour. You have to accumulate enough points to stay. You know, we talked with Josh Creel about that, you know, when he was on a few mm-hmm. weeks back. But winners and losers. All right, where do we start? Connor, are you ready? <laughs> yep, let's do it, guys. All right, Connor, you think about it. We'll start winners and losers in this. Josh brought it up, so we're going to let him fire away first. Do you want a winner or a loser first? Let's go with losers first. Rory McIlroy. Massive loser this week. And Boy, has he come out as a crybaby in this whole thing, right? 
we're going to. Now he's like, oh, I want to get paid. And, they, you know, wait a minute. No, it's it wasn't not, about money. It wasn't about money, right? Oh, and somebody was arguing with me on Twitter about that. Oh, I go, and it wasn't about money when he left the European tour to come play full-time on the PGA tour either, right? Because the money's about 5X. So it was never about money. He said, oh, yeah, you know, I want to move to the United States. Wrong. It was always about money. Well, he's a loser because he, he turned down probably, Brian, we don't have We heard $400 million has been the figure. I don't know if it was that much. Nine-figure deal, right? Yes. I mean, we can comfortably say turn down a nine-figure deal from the Live Tour yep. to stick with the PGA Tour to be this uh, – this voice. Talking head. Yeah. They, to do Jay Monahan's job, basically. Yeah, basically Jay Monahan made him a puppet. And his game him has and suffered. Thomas. His both of their games, quite frankly, have suffered as they've gone through this. That's a big loser. JT, thanks to Mito Pereira, did uh manage to track down a major championship last year though. He did, he did, yeah. Thank he, you, Mito. It was cut yeah, it was kinda like you backed into it, right? <laughs> <laughs> but he did get it. But he did get it. So he's got the hardware and nobody will ever take that away from him. And I think and, he, and I'm with you on Rory though. Rory loses big. You know who the biggest loser this week is? Brandel Chambly. Boy, you talk about a guy. <laughs> You've seen all the memes going around on oh, Twitter yeah. with him with the bags under his eyes and people saying, was he been on a three-day bender? It looked like more like a seven-day bender. Well, I mean, it was bad. Speaking of Brandel Chambly, let, let's just natural segue right there. Let's hear from Brandel Chambly, who uh, was making the rounds in the, the media circle. Obviously, he's always on the golf channel but uh i forget which program this was from i think this was cnn or some i, I don't know msnbc yeah or this Fox is news or this something. is his 15 minutes of fame for all the wrong reasons <laughs> well they brought him on to just say hey what the heck was your reaction to this and it, it sounded like this joining us now our colleague brandel chambly has been very outspoken in this story brandel your reaction to this news and this merger today well, like everyone else, when I first heard about it, I was completely shocked. I can't imagine that uh, too many people outside of maybe the two or three or four or five people that were in the room that brought this merger to fruition would have known anything about it. Uh, after the shock sort of ebbed away, I was hugely disappointed. I think this is one of the saddest days in the history of professional golf. Uh, I do believe that the governing bodies, the entities, the professional entities have sacrificed their principles for profit. And then, of course, I tried to imagine what circumstances would have led to such a capitulation. Uh, I think there are three things likely that would have led to something like this, as Jody was just talking about previous uh, intractable legal issues going on indefinitely into the future. Uh, no doubt with legal vulnerability on both sides of this issue, and the only people that stood to profit from that were the lawyers that were involved. And then, of course, the, I think, entanglement of the various business uh, entities and sponsors that the PGA Tour has that have Saudi money, PIF money in them. And I think it became increasingly difficult for the PGA Tour to disentangle themselves from that scrutiny and from that criticism. And then, of course, the fact that there would be billions of dollars on the table for potentially the growth of the game globally at, uh, I say, in the best case scenario. It could have been any one of those. It could have been a combination of all three of those. Uh, but at least in my view, uh, those three uh, issues were at play. And uh, it wouldn't surprise me if that's what led to uh, this merger. So, like I said, Brandel Chambly, yes, big loser this week. 
and a lot of egg on the face, and he will be the butt of jokes now and into the – He's been the butt of our jokes for a while. <laughs> and, and a lot of uh, – Not just Golf us. fans. Yeah. A lot of golf fans. If you, uh, from the very beginning of this thing, had a vision that both could exist in the same golfing world, not necessarily harmoniously, Brian, but that the live wasn't just going away – overnight then probably brandel chamblee's been a little bit of uh, a laughing he's been naive about this whole deal. Indeed. very naive now and i appreciate him being a traditionalist you know as many were jack nicholas you know many were um but yeah that brandel big loser egg on his face connor you got any other losers or that you want to throw under the bus why, yeah, why I mean, not everybody losers yeah. today. I mean, not. I don't have a player, but I probably say all the major tournaments because aren't those the tournaments that you know allowed both the PGA and Live players to compete in? See, I think they come away looking pretty good. Yeah, I think it solidifies them as a winner. You know, in my opinion, because okay. now I think that speculation goes away because we no longer have the fight. <laughs> with the official world golf ranking points and you know oh by the way brooks kepka wins the pga and and actually goes down two spots nice nice well, ratings now now they don't have to uh continue to draw a line in the sand and really the major championships for the most part brian they didn't do that they they were going to let the official world golf rankings take its course but they didn't sit there and and the U.S. I, U.S. Open, I guess, did right. The USGA, but generally speaking, three of the four major championships kind of just said, based on the original criteria, if you if you've qualified, you get to play in this major championship. So, I think they they come out looking like winners from just the duration of the past couple of years, and then now, obviously, as the the dust on this begins to settle, they uh, they're going to get the best golfers in the world still playing in major championships, which again. Talking winners, talking losers, golf fans are winners in this ultimately because we want to, at the end of the day, uh, my players' championship, okay, I'd love for it to be great. My memorial tournament, okay, I'd love for it to be great. But it's really, it's the Masters, it's the U.S. Open, it's the PGA Championship, and it's the Open Championship. As long as those four have the best golfers in the world competing in them, that's what everybody wants. Well, and let's not forget the Players' Championship, right? You know, the Players' Championship, you know, the field was really, really narrow because none of the live guys were allowed to play in that. If they get back in the Players' Championship, that actually validates that as the quote-unquote fifth major again, right? Well... What did you make of Brandel? You know who else was a loser before we go to winners? I think Jack Nick, and I'm a huge Jack Nichols fan. He came across as a loser, too, because he literally Just the week before. Just the week before it said, oh, they're not golfers. They're not golfers. You know, and then I don't even consider them golfers. I don't even consider them golfers. Yes. I mean, he's got to be, he had to be just like head in, you know, his head (laughs) Head in in his hands going, really, did they allow me to throw myself under the bus like that? The timing could not have been worse for him. You're so right. And I definitely thought of that this past week, too. It's, oh, my goodness, the the golden bear. Why did you say that last week? Yeah, yeah. Stay out sometimes, you know, but he's 83, so we'll give him a pass, right? And he's he's the goat. He's the goat. Sorry, (laughs) Tiger. He can get away with whatever he wants. is the goat because you didn't break his records. Let let the record show that, yes, Jack, we 
we do think you made a little bit of a calculated mistake saying anything last week, but also you can pretty much say whatever you want because you're you're the bear. Yeah, I'd be like Michael Jordan saying something about basketball, right? You're like, he's Michael Jordan. Well, so it is Michael Jordan. Therefore, it does matter. So, winners, you said the majors. Yes, right? Totally agree. Connor, do you agree with that? The majors have to be a winner in this deal. Yes, I agree. Sorry, I, I don't know why I said they were losers, but now I finally agree with you, with you guys explaining it all. But, yes, I agree. Yeah. You well, don't have to apologize to us. <laughs> no. Yeah. You're, all, you're all good in our book. Yeah. No, I think, well, the obvious winner is Phil Mickelson. Oh. I mean, you know that guy. If you talk about somebody that was probably on a bender. A victory lap or He was two. a victory bender, right? <laughs> no But doubt. actually, you know, he was out at the L.A. Country Club grinding, practicing. Getting ready for the event he wants more open. than anything else. The one missing link, Josh. Oh, man. Can, can you imagine the storylines if oh. all of this happens? And he oh, goes out my goodness. And finally wins the U.S. Open. At 53. He oh, just turned 53. So and, you know, I can't even imagine the victory lap he would take uh, if that happens. Oh, I don't think it, there's no chance it's going to happen. But, uh, well, I won't say no chance, but it's high, high unlikely. I would say even though he won the PGA a couple years ago, it is infinitesimally smaller chance yes. to win this because of the way they set U.S. Open courses up. He's just not accurate enough, you know, off the tee. Well, let's let's keep diving through winners and losers from this. We've probably spent a good bit of time. Jay Monahan's an obvious loser. I think we mentioned that. But uh, winners, who are the other winners and uh, the three points that Brandel Chambly brought up as to why this merger happened, let's let's deep dive those because I thought he said something really, really in- interesting about the sponsorship side of this, and I think he nailed that as well. But it's the Gimme Zone. We are inviting you out this morning to come be a part of a great cause. It's the Norman Boots and Badges Blood Drive today until two o'clock. We're here until we're here until ten this morning. And uh, if you come on by and donate blood to the Boots and Badges Blood Drive, we've got two pairs of Compliance Solutions uh, championship tickets for the Corn Ferry Tour event coming up at Jimmy Austin to give away to you as well. As well, But swing on by, see us. It's uh, at the Norman Regional 9, 2000 and Brandon Boulevard, this brand-new location here off of Highway 9 and 24th Avenue Southeast on the south side of Highway 9. Talking the merger all morning long right here. It's the Gimme Zone on the ref. And Connor, welcome back to the Gimme Zone. Connor is rocking the music today from an old guy like my era, you know. Love it. Little Van Halen. We had Boston earlier. Josh, he must have your playlist. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he's just he's just taking it from me. Who are your favorite couple of artists? If you had to pick like three or four to listen to for the rest of your life deserted island type uh, music who, who do you got man because mine would be like blink 182 so i'm sure yours is much uh, more refined than that i don't know about refined it's just not as good let's just go with that um i uh golly i'd have to even look old i would say i've always been a huge led zeppelin fan so sure. that probably ages me can't go along with zepp but darius rucker Big time fan of his. Okay, I like that. And you know, I, so were kinda, you a Hootie and the the Blowfish fan? I was, but not like as much as I am a Darius Rucker fan. Sure. I actually was at a conference in Vegas and got to see Darius Rucker perform live in a very small venue of about two thousand people. If you see somebody perform it live, was, it yeah, it, it was your awesome. I mean, Darius Rucker, he comes on 
<laughs> starts the concert with two tequila shots. And yeah, that's a good way to get going. To his song, one tequila, two tequila, three tequila floor. Yeah. It was awesome. I yeah, was like, that is pretty boom. cool. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, you, you can't go wrong either because I just saw this guy at Gulf Shores two years ago, Luke Combs. Okay. Luke Combs. My so, uh, my so, mom and dad are down at the Country Music Fest in Nashville as we speak, so they're seeing I would everybody. love to do that one day. Does that make me – am I as old as your parents, Josh? I think you're younger. Okay. Quite, I th- if I you were going to say I'm older than your parents, no, I was, you're quite go- a bit I was younger. really going to be upset. Now, I'm not asking Jackson that question. <laughs> no, yeah, don't ask him. Because <laughs> I think the answer is a definite yes, you are older than my dad. Yeah, no, you're 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 much younger than my parents. <laughs> I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. Love you, mom and dad. Yeah, <laughs> they're not listening. So hey, we're have, in the clear. have fun. They they're not dialed into golf, is what you're saying. So, all right, let's discuss. Right, you've got. We had three really good points from Brandel Shambly, and I don't disagree with the points. It's just that he's been very outspoken on one side, and there's no middle ground for him. No, no, he's uh, he's made his bed and he's got to sleep in it, but he did lay out these three key reasons why this merger in his mind came to pass and whether it's one of these and i think he nailed it at the end brian it's a combination of all three of these why this came to pass but uh he said litigation and the legal vulnerability i mean we we had that one pegged from day one that nobody you said it from day one nobody wants that messy dirty laundry discovery phase to happen yeah because you know they're going to find a text or an email where jay is strong arming sponsors telling them that if you go to live you will never get on the pga tour as a sponsor again that would have killed them. They'd have lost their antitrust. It would have been antitrust violation, first of all. It would have killed their exemption as a 501c6, I believe, is what they are, charity. Tax exempt. Tax exempt status, exactly. And, and that leads us right into point number two from Brandel Chambly, which was the entanglement of sponsors in all of this. The sponsorship uh, relationship with sponsors to the PGA Tour, and uh, I, I guess just the the general life of a sponsor with the PGA Tour and the Live and whether or not you want to be involved in all of it, the murkiness of just any of it. And probably this this does remove some layer of, of doubt for sponsors. Or the the piece that he that he mentioned was sponsors didn't necessarily want their dirty laundry getting exposed either that they already had some backings to the PIF. Yeah, what well, we've talked about multiple times. If you, I mean, you don't have to go very far. Just Google up some of these people, and they're all tied in some way. Many of the big companies out there are. I mean, right with the sure. PIF or different types of entities within Saudi Arabia or even China. Let's not give China a pass on this either. The NBA, nobody criticizes the NBA. They're over there, you know, wearing out child labor to make your 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 basketball shoes that every kid's wearing. Not to the degree we've seen this in golf get criticized the last two years, right? For sure. Golf was above that, right? Right? Well, it's gentleman's game. Gentleman's game. Gentleman's game, yes. And, and then just the billions uh, or whatever financial in backing that you're going to get from uh, from Piff in this deal. We know there's that, – that's one piece, speaking of the things that we definitively know. We know that they are making a sizable investment – in uh, this new, it's not the PGA Tour, according to what we found out last uh, beginning of last week. Whatever this new entity will be, there will be a sizable investment from PIF uh, to whatever goes forward in golf. So w- which of those three do you say most important? 
It's always the money, Josh. You know, what this does is it secures the financial future of the PGA Tour and golf worldwide. By that, it's a huge win for the sponsors because now they can they don't have to choose sides, right? They can do whatever with their money and where they, they don't have to sponsor. get God. Yeah, and they're not gonna you know they're not gonna be a bullseye on them. But it's always the money, right? Because if you don't have the money, and the live can pay twice as much as what the PGA Tour could, eventually the guys are going to the live. Sure. The the you know who came out? You know who one of the biggest winners is? Our friend Taylor Gooch. He comes out as one of the biggest winners in this, right? I think any anybody that took the money from Live, biggest win. I mean, especially a young man like him. I call him a young man. He's under thirty, I think. They're, or thereabouts. young young thirties. Yeah, he, he, you know, he comes out a big winner, and he posted some great pics from a vacation, the resort. Yeah, that was resort. fun. That was awesome, Taylor. By the way, so with his with Live golf cards. Oh yeah, uh, that was that was pretty cool. That the was Live awesome. player cards. Yes, that was <laughs> awesome. With his feet up at yeah. the pool, yeah, kicked back. Yeah, love Taylor Gooch. Yeah, yeah. that was uh, that was some, what I would define as good social media content. Yeah. So, all in all, I think though the biggest winner is the P is golf as a whole. You nailed it. I think there's going to be some fracturing in the short term when these details come out and get negotiated and all that. I think it's going to cause a lot more controversy, which is great for the show, by the way. It's good for us. But you know what we need to do? We need to get back on schedule. We got to take a TO. We're going to take a TO, Connor, and we come back. We're going to be talking to some of the good folks down here at Norman 9, their new Norman Regional Campus on Highway 9, about the boots and badges blood drive. So back with those interviews after this break. Live, hour number one, it's the Gimme Zone, here with a, a great event, terrific cause. It's the Norman Boots and Badges blood drive today until 2 o'clock of course, this is the Gimme Zone. Welcome back, everybody. We're live this morning from the Norman Regional 9, and we welcome in the expert to let us know what's going on. Fill us in on all the details here. Mallory Sapp, the account consultant here with uh, Norman Regional, is with us. And let's just dive right into it. It's We've been sharing the good word all morning. It's an awesome cause. Uh, folks should come out and be a part of the Norman Boots and Badges blood drive, but I'll just let you take it away. Why is blood donation so important? Well, blood donation is important because um, it cannot be remade. It's the only drug that cannot be remade. And so if you come out and donate, you can't come back for 56 days, but it actually expires in 42. So that constant need is always there. So your donation can go to three lives. So your, your 45 minutes is actually giving somebody the rest of their life. So that is the reason why we're asking, come donate today. Well, and let me also apologize. How are you this morning? <laughs> Thank you for the donuts. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm great. I'm so happy to be here. We've got so many great partners, um, and I'm, I'm just in a good mood. It's going great. Yeah, we've, we've had a bunch of people already stroll through yeah, the door. Yeah, we've had a steady flow, but yes. hey, we still need more to come out here, Mallory, right? We need more. We need more. So we've got it. We've got a steady flow. Our goal is 100 today. So let's see 100 people or more. Oh, let's go 125. Let's right. push it up. Challenge. 125. It. It's a challenge. Let's, I'm challenging everybody on here. I'd say 150, but I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> set us up for a disappointment here. Let's just do 125 for now, yeah, but if it 150, on. I'll just give you a hand of a round of applause. We're going to give Josh credit next yes. week. If we go over 150, you know. It's Josh. It's Josh. <laughs> well, Josh. And I will, I will take that credit and, and run with it. So who all can donate mm -hmm. blood, Mallory? Anybody over the age of 16. 
that's it. If you are 16, you have to have a parent's signature, but there's no cap on that. Anybody, everybody come on out. We'll see if we can take you. So even people like me that are 54 and act like they're 16? Mm, yes. Oh, perfect. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Target, target audience. So you meant right like legitimate age, not how old you act. Nope. Perfect. Yep. You know. All right. So that, <laughs> that includes a much wider swath of people now. It's it's real age. Real age. Real age. Um, I'll take you if you feel like you're 15. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I don't look yeah. like it. I've got more gray hair than most 15-year-olds. I beg to differ. <laughs> I think I think you answered this right off the top, but yeah. I'll ask anyways, Mallory. What would you say to encourage folks that haven't donated blood? Because it can, it can make folks uh, a little uncomfortable at times, but what would you say to folks why they should come donate today? Absolutely. It is very intimidating. It's very intimidating. Um, but if you can get through that fear of, I can do you know that five minutes of that uncomfortableness on the bed to help give somebody else the rest of their life. If you can battle that, um, you make such a big difference, you know. 45 minutes to an hour of your day is someone's forever life. And we say that so often because it really is someone's forever life. We know. I spent 20 years in healthcare, as Mm -hmm. I mentioned off the Mm -hmm. air, in the emergency room, right? Yeah, you saw the need. You see the need firsthand. You know, nobody plans to get into a bad car wreck or have a medical event that's going to require them to to need blood to save their life. Absolutely. Right there in the ER. Absolutely. And by the way, great ER physicians here at Norman Regional. So fantastic. If you ever need it, this is the place to go. Norman Regional is amazing. They have been such a great partner. We're actually going to be doing the more boots and badges event up at their more location too. So Norman Regional is a huge partner of um, OBI. Well, and how cool too, OBI, Our Blood Institute, how cool that the Cleveland County Sheriff's Office is out here in the Norman Fire Department. That has to be really, really neat for this boots and badges yeah. event too. Yeah, absolutely. And we also have um, um, police, the police department. They have been an amazing partner. We did a really fun video with all of our mascots, really playing and having fun that like, hey, we need O negatives. We're stealing your donuts. <laughs> um, and, you know, we have so many of them upstairs. And it's just a fun time. Big camaraderie going around. Come support everybody. Hey, and you were mentioning off the air about TV. Well, they just rolled in. I know, we got I Channel 25. <laughs> just Fox 25 just rolls in. I'll get off the air here and I'll go up there and be on yeah. air. Yeah, there you go. I love it. I oh, love yeah. It. Josh, don't sneak behind her and get bunny ears or anything, right? No, 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 no. I, I will be looking over my shoulder. Yeah. Unless, unless you would, would like that. If that would make you more comfortable on the air, then by all means. The, uh, the, the family can come out today, too. I know that it's uh, obviously we're here to to donate blood and, and to save lives, but we've got some fun stuff going on out here today, Absolutely. Too. The weather is clearing up, so the rain has stopped. We're just waiting for that sunshine to come out, but we do have touch of trucks going on. So Cleveland County's here, the fire department, police department, come sit in, bring your kids, have them sit in there, talk with them. We have some goodies going on with Norman Regional, too. So it's a fun time. Just come come out. Mallory, we, we've got the music, which means it's it's our chance to exit stage left. But thank you for joining us. Hey, Mallory, us. thanks Absolutely. for joining. Very awesome cause. Come out here and donate blood. Norman Regional 9 Campus. Thank you, guys. And we got a break for hour number two. Mallory, thank you. Taking a timeout. It's the Gimme Zone back in a moment on The Ref.